welcome back welcome to Brunching with Mama. We are so happy to have you back. I'm Denise. I'm Hi, Marissa. Oh yeah, that's Denise. I'm Marissa, and we are missing Blair. <laughs> Um, she is taking a break right now. You know, we all have a lot of things going on. So she will be back with us the next episode. Um, and we're just excited to be back because we've taken, we've taken two weeks off. So we have, and it was much needed. Yes. As much as we miss you guys, miss talking to you guys. Sometimes we have to stop, collect ourselves and then move on to the next and get back on schedule. So now we are back and we're so happy to talk about this week's, um, to talk about this week's subject, which is actually in relation to what we were kind of basically all struggling with, which is just working from home through this pandemic with your children. even the New York, the New York Post has written articles in reference to it. I've written to some, I've not written, excuse me. I have read some articles in reference to um, the same subject in Parents Magazine and Women's Health. Because one thing is for certain, as we are going through this entire pandemic, everyone is finally starting to realize that the true underdogs in this are us mothers. Mm -hmm. So many mothers have made the sacrifice to quit their job and to make sure that their child is getting the proper attention and care during this unfortunate and unprecedented time that we're, we're going through. And we're talking large numbers of women have decided to just hang it up and say, well, I'm gonna stay at home and I'm gonna be the teacher Mm -hmm. or um, have lost their jobs. More importantly, some are, haven't chosen to quit, but some are forced to quit because their jobs have, I mean, either gone out of business or they've been furloughed or just whatever the case may be. There's a lot of women at home right now and they're having to work through this pandemic or they're having to teach during this pandemic do it all basically so we're going to just highlight and discuss a little bit about this um in particular new york times has said that this is a crisis in itself because Mm -hmm. what it all boils down to is the mental health of our mothers so we want to discuss our experiences first and then kind of talk about a few things maybe we're doing to kind of get through it that could possibly help you guys and then i do have a little bit of information on just some ideas of what you can do mm-hmm. but i'm gonna give this one to marissa because she's been doing it the longest she has been working from home mm-hmm. since returning back to work and i'm curious to hear how it's been to have a whole newborn in this entire situation and work yes And so share, please. The crazy thing is, is I've been working from home basically um, halfway through my pregnancy. So halfway through my pregnancy, I started to work from home because of how far my job was from where we lived. So we lived, um, I worked at Fort Benning um, in Fort Benning, Georgia, and we lived in Auburn, Alabama. And I decided to get my doctor to... um, 
basically not put me on bed rest, but help me with my job to tell them like, you know, the driving an hour and a half to and from work was just not ideal for somebody who was like going to be super pregnant soon. Um, so I was far along. I was, yeah. And then like some days I would still drive to work, but I would have Carlton come with me, um, to work half days and stuff like that. But, um, I began working from home halfway through my pregnancy and, you know, that's like, pre-pandemic you would think working from home is like oh my god that's like the best thing in the world because you have everything like you have your food you have your tv you don't have people bothering you and I loved that now after the pandemic and after having a baby I was looking forward to returning back to work um sad it's sad to admit but I was happy when um my maternity leave was over because I was I knew I was the mother who was going to struggle with like an identity crisis from trying to separate being a mom and being somebody with a career so the day I returned back to work or to my new job um, was the day that they shut everything down and so as I went got like situated at work they're like all right go home they already knew I had like a six a six week old a six week old child. So they're like, yeah, you definitely don't need to be here. So go ahead and head home. You got your computer, you got all your information, um, fill out all this stuff and we can take care of that. So working from home was pretty great up until I started to have a, a child who was very mobile and who crawled, who required constant attention um, and who started to resist naps so around the when how old was she how old was she like august time frame that's when stuff started getting really hectic um because i couldn't just sit her in her bassinet and just like have her rock back and forth um and she was starting to teeth too oh yeah right yeah she started teething she started just crawling she started you know needing the constant eyes on her to know that we were we were there Um, And then I even started going a little stir crazy because being locked in a house and on quarantine was just not cool. Like you, you need that human interaction. You need to go outside. And I'm just that person who, even though I like to be in my own space, I still need to sometimes be able to see, talk, you know, physically see people um, in person to, to be able to work. And then starting where I worked at, they bounced me around from like, um, to help people understand, because I work in a military environment. So to help people understand, they bounced me from department to department. Um, and so each department, I had to learn something new and trying to learn a new job remotely was stressful. And then, um, bringing a, like being a new mom and, trying to explain to your, you know, your peers and your supervisors and your coworkers that, you know, my family now comes first. Um, you, it's kind of scary because you don't want them to come to look down on you. You don't want them to um, think you're incapable of performing or working to the expectations that, you know, your resume built you up to be. So that was something that I, um, battled with. I 
had days where I was just like, oh my God, I'm slacking on my job, but I have to make sure that my household is taken care of because, you know, we're in the house 24 seven. So it has to get cleaned. Um, have to make sure Haley is, is catered to have to make sure that my husband is okay. Um, we have a dog. I have to make sure the dog is good. We have food to eat and make sure like, it just, it's a lot to pile on to a person on top of a new job, on top of trying to live up to the expectations. And even just recently, I kind of just had a breakdown at work. Um, I was stressed at home and I was trying not to bring it to work, but finally I just, you know, told my boss, I came, it was a Monday. I came in, I was like, you know, I don't like to tell my business, but I have to go home. Like I have to go home and I have to figure things out at home um, so I can perform well at work. And um, now they have me coming in three days a week, which is stressful as well because you you live with the anxiety of like, oh my God, I don't want to bring anything home to my family. Oh yeah, that's and real. That is very real. And so just a constant battle with them, letting them know like, hey, I know you want me to be present like five days a week, but that's just not possible for me. And you know, the big army makes the rules. So if I'm able to stay home half the week, then I'm going to stay home half the week. Um, also, like if there's going to be big crowds of people in this building, know that I'm not going to be comfortable and I won't be here. Like I request to work, tel like to telework. So finally, I just had a breakdown and I told her, you know, I'm stressed. I don't want people to think that I can't live up to the expectations that I I hold for myself that others hold for me. And, you know, she, the crazy thing is, is man, we don't really see eye to eye sometimes, but she gave me great advice as far as letting go of all the expectations that I have, letting go of expectations of being the best wife, being the best mother, being the best worker, like, especially in this un like un this time of uncertainty, you just can't hold yourself to a high level of expectations when you have so much on your plate. And so since the, it was like a week ago, since that week, I've tried to live every day as like, okay, what can I put 100% in today that I know will satisfy me, but also I know that I won't be anxious about like slacking on everything else. So I kind of like, I'm trying to learn how to um, manage everything differently and try to still feel accomplished by the end of the week, whether it's being a mom, being a worker, being a wife. So that's just how I, I've been going this past year. And it's crazy. I didn't think that we would be um, this far in it, still teleworking, still working from home, but, and who knows how long it's going to be. Now that's the scary part. It's, we didn't think it would be this long. Now it is this long. So, I mean, moving forward, in a sense, like, are you thinking, oh, it'll be up soon? Or are you just like, and whatever? <laughs> like, I, what are your feelings on, on that? I'm kind of just like, I'm praying that it's going to be over soon because we do need a sense of normalcy. Like, I honestly don't think people are supposed to be like this close with up under each other for this long. So hey. I honestly do hope and pray that we go back to a little bit of normalcy just so like my my daughter can get like 
full experience of interacting with others, that she can see that there's other people that exist out there other than like myself and her dad. I'm hoping that, you know, my husband is able to go and really dig deep into his work and show what he can do. I'm hoping that I can do the same thing. Um, and it's just, like you said, it's at this point, it's, mental, it's about your mental health. And I don't think like anybody's mental health as a mother, like is a hundred percent because you just have so much stuff that you have to figure out and make sure is a hundred percent before you, you make sure yourself is a hundred percent. It's kind of like a, a second na secondhand nature thing to put yourself last in terms of um, making sure everybody else is okay. I, everything you felt, I felt mm -hmm. like, and I'm so happy. And just FYI, guys, I know normally we're picking things out of a cup, yeah. but I felt like this, this really needs to be shared. True story, this topic was read by both of us late last night, like yeah. at midnight. Mm -hmm. Should have been in bed, but here we are. No, we were up. I, I saw it and I sent it right to her around like midnight or something mm -hmm. like that. And I just was like, to me, when I first read the article and when it was finally, like it being in the New York Times just kind of solidifies that it's something that has to be brought to um, the attention of many other people um, because my mental health was struggling. Like the month of January, I don't know if what also helped and added to the pressure was the expectation of a new year and hopefully things will be better. I think about it and I say, maybe that's what intensified everything, but for yeah. some reason I just couldn't dig myself out or at least I couldn't be, I do feel like I could dig myself out of this one. And I was starting to like spiral and, you know, kind of, I don't want to say lash out because I don't feel like that's what was happening. I think I was getting really close yeah. off and really quiet and really to myself. And so I was basically just starting to spiral. I am, I don't want to say I would, was going to lash out. It was more so of when I, Feel all this anxiety when I start to get anxious I just close off everything I start to bottle things up and I just become really quiet all the time and I noticed I wasn't having normal conversation and wasn't wanting to interact and that's when I know okay something is going on you know when I don't want to be involved or check on others and stuff like that so I see all that to say is we were all starting to feel it and um i just knew that we had to talk about this today so i'm happy that we are and happy that you know we can voice our opinions on this possibly you know like i said tell you guys what we have been doing in fact before i get started marissa what are you doing to pull it all in at times like so when you let when you said lashing out just I just want to be very transparent and like even in those moms out there who do tend to lash out um and feel guilty about it it is a hundred percent okay to like 
it's okay to feel the way you feel when you do lash out. Um, maybe because, for instance, I've lashed out a few times and um, I've used my my husband has been the biggest punching bag for me. And, you know, we've literally just recently had a conversation to where we can be like, you know, we're sorry for what we might have done this past year. I know it's been a lot. So it took me a long time to realize that he has been the hugest support system with all of this. Um, so what I recently started doing more consistently, because I, I started it back um, um, when it started to cool down after, during the summertime, was I made sure that if I started to feel like I was suffocating, because that's how my anxiety, how I know I'm suff like start to feel anxious as I start to feel like I'm suffocating. So I'll go outside. So I will go outside. I don't care how cold it is. I will bundle up and I will just go for a walk because then I can start to feel like I can breathe again um, because I'm not inside the house. I'm not, you know, up under somebody. I'm not somebody's mom, somebody's wife. And that moment while I'm walking and just feeling like I could breathe, I, I have like a sense of Marissa is there. Um, I've also started back journaling. So like good. days where I don't do it consistently. I don't do it every day. Um, but days where I do feel like it was just a really tough day that I cannot communicate without coming off angry, I'll journal. Um or I will text my husband and we'll have communications through text messages. Um, I'll even sometimes have like a cleaning spree. Like I will like go on a cleaning binge. And it's crazy because then, because my husband was like, I the other day he joked because I put Haley down for a nap and I just started, like I only meant to clean like my bath, our master bathroom, our master bedroom. And I ended up like dusting walls, dusting like, like, floorboards and he was just like well you since you're on a cleaning binge you might as well go ahead and clean my office and I'm just like I'll clean it <laughs> so like I do weird I don't I wouldn't call it weird but I just do things like that to where I can um exert some type of energy um I've tried to consistently work out again but you know how like you'll have like great weeks of working out and then you'll like kind of fall off the bandwagon a little that that me um or some days i'll just indulge in like whatever i want to eat i won't be too hard on myself on like a diet or something i will do what i want eat what i want and feel good about it so i'll, I'll what i choose to do now is to feel less guilty of what i'm not doing right um so i don't feel as anxious because i know this is only temporary I hope to God it's only temporary. We're all praying that it's right. only temporary. Well, that's just what I choose to do. I I choose to do things that help me breathe um, and feel less like I'm suffocating. So, well, I'm glad to hear all of your different <laughs> ways. Um, at this point, it's like whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Whatever it takes, right? Just as long as we're tapping into that. And you said something that I thought was so good. And the fact that you can recognize like this is too much. Not everybody has that. I know I have that that moment where it's like, okay, I'm about to spiral or something's about to happen. I got to stop and go to the next thing. 
but some some people can't always identify that. So it's really good that you, like you said, you know, you feel like you're suffocating. That's when you know you got to stop and do one of your vices mm-hmm. to get you to the next point, to so that you can calm, be calm, and go on, you know, about your day and all of the many tasks that <laughs> we are responsible for. Responsible. I will have to say that. Um, in education and what I do, you know, we've been back and forth and I, am sure that's many different counties where we're in school and they're like, Oh, we think it's going to be, you know, too risky. We're out of school, virtual learning, you, you know, um, just the back and forth of hybrid being in the schools. We all get it, you know, um, and on the one hand, the kids need to be face to face. And then on the other hand, we want to keep them safe. So with the back and forth, you know, August, all the way into the holidays, I came in and was on location. So there was that separation for me and my child. Um, He was going to daycare. I didn't really want to have them in daycare, but I didn't really have the choice because my husband was working as well. But the thing about his school was they were taking so many precautions um, that we were comfortable with it. Yeah. You know, so we we were good. The minute the holidays, you know, um, came about, I don't know why. Well, I was on break. So there was no need to have him in school. And I kind of wanted that time. Yeah. So he wasn't in school. The minute, you know, certain cases started, a large amount of cases started popping up in the school. I said, okay, I have the option to work from home. Let's be on the safe side and let's just work this thing on out. What I did not know (laughs) was how hard it was going to be. And I obviously, you know, I've heard different stories and seen different things, you know, on on TV and the news. And I thought I was prepared. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I knew I needed a schedule. I knew I needed to have things for him to be occupied so that I could get the work that I needed to, to be done. But until you're in something, and this goes for everything, until you're in something, you won't know what it's really like to be in it. Like, close case, really. So the first week of working from home with a two-year-old was straight chaos. It just wasn't working. I was trying so hard. I mean, you try to tell a two-year-old to sit down, you know, when they're accustomed to doing so many different things. I had a lot of activities Mm -hmm. and um, thank God, you know, we even had um, one of our sorrows. She sent us something that kept them busy too, but that only keeps them busy for a certain amount of time. So I've really had to schedule like my meetings and pop-ins just strategic strategically around his schedule and the following week and week after that and week after that it worked but the first week my anxiety was so high I said oh my god how am I going to do this like I I I can't do this I felt so much like a failure and I don't know why I really don't know why I don't know why I was being so hard on myself I said, I'm not going to be able to do this. And I didn't share this with my husband. I didn't tell him, oh my God, it was so hard. I think he could kind of tell I was swamped, but so he, you know, he helps out when he can, but you know, 
this was my time with him. This was our decision. I was going to make the sacrifice. So I just felt like I needed to just step up and just do it and not say anything. But I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, this was only, you know, a month up, literally up until yesterday. But I'm sitting here thinking about all of you women who've been doing this for almost a year now. And I just, I feel bad. You know, I, I don't even know how I could help, but I was like, oh my God, there's no way in the world. Marissa, how are you doing this? You know, and I know other women who are doing this and granted, you know, some may have older kids and they're able to literally, you know, have their older child further away from them or even in the new, the, a, a different room because they're a particular age to have toddlers, have babies, it's, it's hectic, you know? So first off, shout out to all of you single moms doing it because you guys are the go. You are the real MVPs I, doing I, I don't know. And you know, you feel bad because, you know, you feel bad for when you read articles or you read posts or you read things like other mothers, like mom shaming, like, how can you have your child watch TV? Like, how can you just sit them there? Listen, honey, until you have- Mind your business. That's what I say. First of of all, mind the business that pays you, okay? Secondly, when you have to, when you have a deadline and you have no other choice, look, them dancing baby sensory fruits come in the clutch, okay? Because that will have Haley like occupied in. A lot of the times we do try to give like screen time and we turned our living room into a big behind playroom and we blocked off like entrances to where we can get into where she's at. But we just let her run rampant in that living room um, and just have the TV on for background noise for her. So like if she does have a moment and she sees something interesting, like, and we play things like that can be educational. We play things that have a lot of music because she loves music. So I just hate people now, especially in this past year, people who shame others when they're not in the situation, when they're afforded like extra hands or the help that others don't have, or, you know, just, you know, have the opportunities of sending their child to daycare and having the time to themselves to work from home, like you're working from home, but you're still choosing to keep your child in daycare, which is okay, that to each his own. Um, but you're lucky enough to do that because- And that's not always an option. That's not always an option. So just this past year seeing all that stuff, like it's, it's mind boggling, but shout out to all the moms who manage and who don't let that type of stuff get to them. Cause at first I did, I was just like, oh my God, we can't have her watching TV. But then when we needed to, when he needed to get his work done and I needed to get my work done, we had no choice. No other choice. And he's a smart little child. She, she's learned a lot of words already from watching these shows. So. Hey, do what you have to do. Right. Do what you have to do. No judgment here for real. And I just, I know in order for me to kind of reset or when I, I'm about to go tick, tick, boom, (laughs) for lack of better words. 
I, well, my first choice is always to go to a store and just read. And of course that's Target and just <laughs> walk the aisles like that. I don't know why, but it relaxes me. I don't even have to buy anything. Although sometimes you do find something, not sometimes all the time, but if it's not that and it, I can't go anywhere, honestly, you know, what's been really working for me is just putting a sheet mask on and just rubbing my face with one of my gadgets. And like, you know what? I was telling Carlton because I had bought the face steamer that you suggested to buy. I mm -hmm. bought it and I used it for the first time um, a couple weekends ago. It was like a really rough week. And I told Carlton, I was like, you know how much I, how good I felt just putting the steam to my face. Like, it's so relaxing. It's so so that is that is my go-to like especially once I get the little guy to bed because it's like he's not gonna wake up like I literally have this time to myself so I take my time I get in there and then I'm like this with the with the steamer just give it to me okay once that you were home with Javi did you find yourself just looking at him and be like I cannot wait for bedtime like Bedtime is slowly approaching. I cannot wait. Yes. Because he, some days he wasn't taking naps. Some days he wouldn't even taking naps. So it was one day, one day, it was 11 a.m. And I was like, what time is it? You got a whole day still. I have the whole day with you. Look, look, I, in those days when you just sit there and you stare at those days, you know, you just have a lot on your plate and you're just like, I cannot wait for bed. Like, I can't wait for nap time. I can't wait. But then it's like when they're sleeping, it's like, I don't even want to do anything but cherish the quiet. Like, That's right. You want when they're sleeping, you want it to be quiet. Mm -hmm. So I know I don't know about you, but I know I find myself like I'm not even going to go in the common areas i'm just going to stay in my room because i want to i want to hear nothing yeah i never get to not hear anything <laughs> and the crazy thing is it's like um when you're working from home um they say a moment um my husband would be like you know why aren't you working when she's sleeping i'm just like because i have a million and 20 other things i have to do that can get done easily while she's sleeping and quicker while she's sleeping rather than waiting to do it when she's awake. Like I can answer emails and stuff. Cause so lately I've just been unplugging my computer and just following her around with my computer in my hand. So like if an email pops up or if something pops up, I can be like, okay, I got it real quick. It takes two seconds to do this thing real quick. Um, but the days that I'm working from home now, I make sure the days I'm in the office, I get all the big stuff taken care of, like all the very important things that they have assigned to me done. So the days that I'm home, it's just mainly like going in, pressing a button to something or, you know, reading an email, sending out emails and attachments and stuff like that. So I've learned to kind of like maneuver that way, working from home. That's good. I know I did too. Like week three and four were a breeze. I mean, I had it down to a T. 
now I'm officially, you know, back at work and I hope we're, you know, going to be like this, you know, mostly for the kids' sake until the end of the year. Hey, we never know as, as, as we all know, anything can happen, but I mean, we'll see where it goes from now. And it's also for him, like, I like for him to have interaction. I know he's still learning with me because in all of that, in those, the scheduling and stuff, I always made sure we had instructional time because I don't want him to be behind. And the good thing about his school is they send me weekly things of what is learning, what they're learning and, um, and things you can be doing with them at home. So we were doing those things and he was learning more. So I know that when I send him back, he's right along with, you know, everybody else, which I appreciate them for. Um, and that was a really good selection on our part. But um, it's, it is hard. And for me, those who have to continue, you all, mamas, even you dads who are watching, just maybe good luck. We can all get through this. I know we're going to get through this, but it is hard. So just know when you have to stop and do what works best for you, whether that is one of the things we've mentioned, or, I mean, it could, a lot of people, you know, find, find it good just to lay down and, and just really rest. If you can, I know it's hard. We all talked about this. But if you just need to take a moment, lay down, even if your kid's right next to you or in the next room, if you have to lay down, because I know sometimes we even feel bad about that. Well, I can't lay down. I need to do X, Y, and Z. If you need to lay on the couch or just on the lounge, the chase lounge, whatever, just take a moment to yourself because it's really important for us to stay in tune with our mental health. Even if you need to reach out to someone and talk to someone. I tell Marissa all the time and Blair, like us getting together and having this conversation is so helpful to me. I mean, I get to have my thoughts, express my thoughts with you guys, listen to what you all have to say. And that is therapeutic, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you need to get on if you need to get on the phone with, you know, a girlfriend, or, you know, someone that just can kind of relate or someone that's just going to be a listening ear. Sometimes you don't even want anyone to rebuttal. You just want someone to listen. That That's good too. So thank you guys for tuning in with us. Anything you want to add, Marissa? Just one more thing, um, because I know with working from home this past year, and I don't know if I mentioned it before, but... Just be okay to know that, or even just speak up and say, hey, you know, I have all of this on my plate. Um, Just understand that this is not how it normally would be. We are in normal times. Um, So right now I can only give this much percent of me fully. Um, And just make sure that people are understanding why you aren't um, performing to your like a hundred percent capability. Like I've had to have conversations with my husband, like, Hey, I'm not going to be the perfect wife. I'm not going to be perfect. Mom understand that I'm stressed about work. Like that has to come first. Or even just recently I've spoken up at work, like, Hey, my family comes first. I have to make sure they're good. They're healthy. 
So I'm not going to be a hundred percent present. Um, and it's okay. And if, you know, you aren't ready to take those steps or you're not comfortable, it's okay to vent to somebody else about it. Um, so yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely want to stress if you need to talk to someone, definitely pick up the phone, send that email saying, Hey, you know, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. I need to talk to someone, you know, even if it doesn't necessarily even have to be a therapist, you can just reach out to counselors. They're much cheaper and they can assess and send you to a therapist if you need to, you know, that's the difference between the two. So, and cost too. I was going to say, and if you work at a, um, if your job, see if your job provides, um, cause I know a lot of companies now provide counseling services or recommendations for therapy, um, because of what's going on in the world. Um, not only, exactly. you know, socially, um, so just reach out to who, human resources, whoever that you can to see what, um, resources they provide. So you know, things do not happen. Because I know I even listen in on some of Carlton's farm, like company calls. And I do hear a lot that they provide, like if you need to speak some, to somebody, this is who you guys can reach out to. So just reach out to your, your job and see what they provide for you. Thank you guys for listening.